Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to your next breakthrough with your multi-hyphenate host, Steph Zakis. I'm a master performance coach, dash hypnotherapist, dash entrepreneur, dash photographer, dash isolated local, dash introvert ADHDer. I help creative service entrepreneurs and powerhouse multi-hyphenates break through to the next level of success by mastering their brain and navigating through the messy middle. With neuroscience, psychology, and coaching, plus 19 years entrepreneur experience, this podcast will help inspire, educate, and empower your next breakthrough in business, career, or adding the next big talent to your title. I believe that success comes to you from a series of breakthroughs, big or small, and this podcast aims to help you find your next breakthrough in your career, business, or through the transitional phase of going after your next big thing as the multi-hyphenate that you are. I'm an American immigrant now living in Iceland, hosting breakthrough adventure retreats in Iceland, confidential one-to-one coaching, my program for unconventional entrepreneurs, high-end alchemy. I'm bringing a little bit of this magic to each episode, so let's dive in. All right, so I'm coming to you with a podcast this week that is a little bit of a David and Goliath moment for me. Uh, so strap in. Uh, I It's probably not going to be as spicy as I feel like it is. Uh, <laughs> but I'm somebody who is, as you know, an introvert. I say it all the time. Uh, so I'm not one of those people that's very loud when it comes to marketing. I have more of the approach of the evergreen discoverability model. Uh, if you know anything uh, about any of my programs or if you've been around me long enough, you know that I I teach it that way as well because that's what's aligned to me. That's what's aligned to my clients. And that's just how I have found success. So I'm not one of those people that is the very loud guru kind of thing. I am the more quiet marketing. Uh, I make my connections. I have my clients that give me referrals because they're stoked on their results. And that's just kind of how I do things, right? So I, I'm known, I would say, in the photography industry, uh, but I'm not the loud, uh, the loud one ever. Uh, so that's just kind of how I am. So for me, this feels like a, a bit of a David and Goliath moment because for years and years, uh, I would say since 2018, 2019, uh, there has been somebody in the industry, I'm not going to name names because I'm really not into throwing people under the bus, uh, but I thought it was important for me to actually speak up no, but because it's been many years, like I said, since like 2018, 2019, of me having a lot of private conversations with people uh, about this specific person uh, <laughs> who is quite loud uh, when it comes to the industry, which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but the David and Goliath thing for me about this is that I have a lot of conversations privately. And it is helping people when they are feeling lost or feeling like they have been led astray or various different things from said louder people uh, in the industry that, you know, because their marketing is loud, they get a lot more, you know, visibility and eyes on them, which again, totally fine. That kind of marketing works really well for a lot of people. 
does not work for me. So my point being is that I have had a ton of side conversations. I've also had a lot of one-to-one clients who come to me seeking help after said person uh, has led them astray in their brand and in their business from taking said person's courses. Uh, So I am generally quiet. I generally don't really say much uh, about any of this because it's not really my place, but I am seeing something often and it's to the point where I feel like I should speak up because I know that there are a lot of people actually out there feeling like I said uh, astray feeling like they are maybe like pointing down a wrong path and then they start to get confused because they are doing what said person advises to do then they're not seeing uh, the results that they hope to get. And then they're kind of lost because they're like, well, I don't know like what went wrong. Is it me? And they start to feel a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. So a lot of the one-to-one clients that I have, again, I don't out my clients. If they publicly say they are my client, then I will publicly you know, talk about it. Um, but I have confidentiality with all of my clients and that is like utmost important to me. Uh, so I, again, I don't talk about this in the public eye very much on like my social media and stuff like that, because these are confidential, you know, private conversations and private sessions where I'm like really helping people kind of unravel a lot of this stuff that they have taken on from said advice. So anyway, so now that it's been years of me helping people quietly with this, I saw something that I was just like, I need to say something because the way that I see it, again, David and Goliath here, I understand that like, I'm kind of like, I don't know, taking on a giant a little bit, but I'm not even trying to take them on. So I also don't want you to think that like, well, Steph is out here, like, you know, starting some shit because I'm not. I just want to make this podcast for the people that maybe are seeing Also, this messaging, because I saw it in an ad, which means that it is probably going out to my wider network as well in the photography industry. If I'm getting it, especially because said person uh, has blocked me from everything uh, because they see me as a competition. And I spoke up once about something that they were teaching that I thought was unethical. uh, And so that got blocked. So I know that if I'm seeing it as a blocked person, (laughs) then I know most of my other network of friends in the industry are also probably seeing it. So that's why I really want to make this podcast about that. So if you happen to see this, you can maybe have a different perspective to think about, is this the correct response from me is this what I really want to say yes to um because I know that this person also has very persuasive marketing um which as I don't know you maybe know uh I'm not really a fan of manipulative marketing also so okay so let's just start there so I just wanted to preface that so as I go on uh you uh can understand that this is coming from a place of I just think that another perspective needs to be heard and I hope I save somebody from jumping down this path and then 
getting confused once they've tried to implement things and not seeing the results that they want. And then they feel all like sad and they put it on themselves. They put the onus on themselves because this person always talks about only the like great results that they get, uh, but they don't talk about all of the other people that don't have great results. So then the people that aren't getting good results with stuff tend to think that, oh, it must be a me problem. So anyway, so I have helped lots and lots of people uh, with this behind the scenes, one-to-one to kind of unravel a lot of this and get them back on track with how to align their brand to them, how to get their packages to be authentic to them, make sense to them, something unique for them to offer how to stand out in the market, how to actually do the things that this ad is saying you can do uh, if you take their newest course. So, okay, so the ad that I saw uh, basically said, I'm, I don't have it verbatim here, but the, uh, the overall thing of it was uh, saying that <laughs> they can help you raise your prices, basically <laughs> that you can charge high-end prices without having years of experience in the industry. And I just really want to talk about that because that could potentially be very damaging to somebody's business if they are starting to charge high prices, but they don't have the like, I call it the value ratio. I talk about this in my program, but it's a value ratio of the amount of money that somebody is spending with you. You need to have a proper ratio of value that you are then giving back to the person in exchange for that money, right? Money is an exchange of value and energy and goods. Yeah. So I have seen this a lot uh, from people in uh, different groups, uh, from one-to-one clients, stuff like that, that have taken that advice where they raise their prices prematurely and then they don't get booked anymore. And then they try to change a bunch of things to try to like find the reason that their business is now kind of tanking. And which then puts them in even more confusion because now you've changed a bunch of variables. So I just really wanted to talk about that because if this is something that somebody is teaching and giving advice on saying you don't actually need to have years of advice in the or years of experience in the industry, you can just raise your prices. Everything will be good. Look at this like story that I have from my own personal experience that doesn't like actually line up. And actually they raise their prices into high end after, you know, five years of running a full time business. Um, You can see how that's problematic, right? So I just wanted to talk about that because if you saw that, if you saw any workshops about this, if you saw anything like that and you were like, oh, yeah, cool, I'm going to just take this random course or workshop or whatever it is that this person is selling and then I'm going to really raise my prices and I'm not going to have anything else to back it up you really could be jeopardizing what you're doing and not only your business being jeopardized you could also be jeopardizing you like your mindset how you feel about your business because this is something that I work with one-to-one when I am unraveling all of this for people is that most of the damage, (laughs) damage, I'll say like in quotes, because I don't think anybody's damaged ever. Like nobody, everybody's not damaged. (laughs) Okay. But I mean, the, uh, maybe that's the wrong word, whatever. We're going to roll with it here. But 
Uh, just know what I mean when I say damaged. I don't mean that they're like damaged humans, but the uh, the impact, that's a better word. Let's use that. The impact that I see in my one-to-one clients when we are kind of digging through all of this and really like basically getting their ship pointed back to north, you know, where they feel good about their business, where they feel a value again, where they feel like they're actually good at what they do. Like I would say most of the actual impact from taking on advice like this is the impact to your own mindset and what you see as the skills that you offer, right? Because a lot of times people take, I'm not getting leads equals I suck. (laughs) I'm not getting booked equals there's something wrong with me, right? And so they really take this internally and they take on the shame and like the way that they view themselves and the way that they view their own creativity and the way that they view the talent and the magic that they offer into this world because all of my clients are creatives. They all have something absolutely magical inside of them that is expressing into the world, right? And that's really what your business is, whether you're a photographer or you're an actor, you are expressing this magic inside of you that someone is then paying you for. So if you end up taking this advice and you are now seeing negative results, sometimes, most of the time, the impact is actually quite mindset and self-concept and self-perception related. And that's what I don't want to see happen. So I'm kind of speaking up a little bit, having a little bit of a David and Goliath moment here because I am not as well known uh, as some of these other people uh, because I'm quite a quiet, just like corner of the room person and allow people to come to me kind of thing. So I want to talk a little bit about that now that I've rambled about it for 13 minutes, but I know that other people are jumping on this high-end or luxury bandwagon now as a new thing, which this specific person is doing. But I've been booking people at five-figure minimum for almost five years now. I've been one-to-one helping people do the same and move into high-end bookings and their business for four years now. My group coaching program, High End Alchemy, is literally my process to transition into high-end bookings as well. And for non-entrepreneurs, helping folks as a performance coach also is the same mechanisms in the brain and the same principles as personal branding to start breaking into those high-end roles and high-end opportunities. So I've been helping people and I've been doing this for a while myself as well. This isn't new for me. So I'm going to tell you something really quick to help you have some kind of framework for how to actually book higher paying clients. So you actually have kind of like a goalpost to aim towards instead of potentially seeing that advertisement or whatever it was uh, after that course, workshop. I don't know if I didn't click on it. Um, but the that ambiguity of just raise your prices without having the experience necessary as the goalpost, I'm hoping now to kind of shift your perspective into more of a tangible goalpost for this. So booking higher paying clients is actually quite simple. It's not some magical secret only special people know. However, it does take industry experience and working with a wide variety of clients to understand the answers to the formula that I'm about to give you. So that's where I want your goalpost to switch to, okay? So This is the formula for everyone. I usually don't say that, 
But I, I would say 99% of people, because obviously there are some people that are right place at the right time, catch the right wave, get the right opportunity and the right connection, and they're off, right? And it's like, woo! But most people are actually slow burners, like nine out of 10 people are slow burners, I would say. So this is the same formula for mostly everyone, but the details of the formula are what is different for everyone. That's the important part here. So here's the formula. One, you want to create an experience that is tailored to solving your right fit people's problems in a desirable way. That's key. Plus, have a brand that stands out from the noise. So these, these magic fit clients can actually find you and be able to actually check you out, right? You have to stand out from the noise. And you need to feel like a human and not a bunch of just like industry buzzwords on your website. And you need to be of service to your people the entire way through and clearly show them how you'll achieve that. That's it. That's the formula, right? However, every single one of those three parts in the formula, you have to have industry experience and you have to have a really solid skill set to support. Right. So this is why I am hoping that the goalpost can kind of shift uh, from going, oh, I can just raise my prices without having hardly any experience to this is fine. I'm on the right path. I'm gaining the experience right now. I'm looking at that goalpost and I am taking the steps to get there. Yeah. So that's really what this podcast is about. And I'm hoping to save some people from looking at the other goalposts and then feeling sad about it later. So those are the three things. That is the formula. That's it. And also something that I want to know is that a lot of people think you need to offer more stuff in your packages in order to book higher. So perhaps you don't need industry experience to start charging higher and you can just put in a bunch of stuff as in a whole lot of hours that are just like really hard on you, a whole bunch of days, a whole bunch of print products or whatever it is that you, you know, may happen to do. I'm speaking specifically to photographers a bit in this episode, since I think the ad that most people saw are photographers. Um, so if you are a photographer, just think about the ways that people in your industry really just like add on a bunch of stuff that actually takes away from the creative. So I want you to kind of really understand how that doesn't work. And high-end clients, they don't care about more stuff. They just want to be seen, heard, and understood and taken care of in a really uncommon way, in a way that only you can do. And that's what makes it desirable. And that is why they will pay you higher prices because they are now getting something that is so exclusive. It's you. However, it's really, really, really hard to understand what it is about you to do and to make into your experience as a whole if you don't have industry experience to back it up. If you don't really understand how you are different than everybody else in the industry because you haven't had that experience to really flush out those details, then it's going to be really hard to actually raise your prices and then book people at those prices, right? So Back to this post or the advertisement, I should say. Again, this is my David and Goliath moment here, but I really want to stress that I personally think it's unethical to charge high prices to clients if you can't back it up with having 
so much experience that you can put out any fires. Let me tell you, as somebody who has been booking high-end for five years now, the experience that I have had in the industry for the decades before I started charging that, yeah, has helped me keep my clients happy. And that's key because imagine now if you were a client and you were paying high-end for something and then a problem happens and then the service provider goes, oh, I don't know how to solve that. It's on you. How are you going to feel? Probably not taken care of. So having this industry experience and really knowing if something gets messed up on the day that you are, you know, providing this service, how are you going to navigate that? How are you going to navigate it so the client still gets the end result that they paid you for, right? So there's a lot of experience that really helps you. I like to think of experience as like your toolkit, right? You have like your toolbox and every year and every job and every client and every time you work a little bit more on how to express your own magic and you get a little bit closer to understanding who it is you really want to work with, that's tools, right? So you really want to build up this toolbox. So when, you know, shit hits the fan, you have the right hammer and you have, you know, the right nails to actually fix the issue and put out, you know, any fires that are happening. That's what high end experience buyers look for. The next thing that I think is unethical to charge high prices is if you don't know how to manage emotions. So this is also something that I see quite often. And so if you're taking this advertisement advice and you're raising your prices and you haven't had enough experience working with clients, then you might walk out of it having unhappy clients. Part of being a service provider is being able to understand and work with other people's emotions. Something that I see so often in the creative service industry, uh, whether it's photography or, you know, design, whatever it is, I, I see a lot of centered talk where it's mostly about you and not about your clients. And I see this a lot uh, when it comes to people asking about how to raise their prices. They come at it from a, a, a me issue, not a client issue. So it's how can I make more money, not what do I need to do to help my clients better, right? So part of this is having the experience of working with a lot of people to understand how to work with humans, how to work with emotions. We all have emotions. We're all human. And you are, you're working with humans. That is literally the job as a service provider. So the amount of times that I have had to help people with their emotions help come up with creative solutions for things has been, I don't even know, so many, so many times. And because I have that experience in the industry and, oh, I've seen this before, let me put that into this exact scenario that's happening. That makes it smooth. And then that makes you look like the expert because you are the expert, right? And you can only become an expert at something if you have lived it, if you have experienced it. You have processed it, right? That's another thing I see this person saying uh, to people is that you can just say you're an expert at something you've never done before to get booked. And that is unethical. And then the next one, I think, is you have to have robust experience that serves and supports your clients. And you really can only do that by doing that, which is experience. This is something that I teach in my program and also when I help people one-to-one -one with their client experience as a whole, 
because I don't look at client experience as like giving a guide and giving a welcome gift and like, you know, having great communication time. Like those are basic. That's a given, right? You really need to have the experience behind you to create a really epic client experience. And that takes experimenting, going through things, trying things, see what works, see what they didn't really care about that you thought they might care about, but they don't, right? So there's a whole lot of this stuff that happens when you are creating this high-end client experience and really creating this like uncommon, awesome thing that you are, you know, putting them through. And you cannot do that without industry experience. The next one is you have to have the experience and skills to deliver an amazing end result, no matter what the circumstances of the job were. Yeah, that's a big one here. And this is why I think telling people to raise their prices into high end without having the industry experience to support it could hurt your business. And this is why I wanted to kind of have my little David and Goliath moment here um, to hopefully help somebody um, not go down that route and then end up getting bad Google reviews, end up getting, you know, just like getting in the shit, really. So you really do need to have the experience and the skills to deliver the end result that someone is paying you five figures for. Otherwise, they're going to be really unhappy, right? Put yourself in your client's shoes. If you are paying somebody five figures for something, and the end result was really like meh, and it was not what was promised, how would you feel, right? So that's why I think it is so important that you do have industry experience, which is why even in my program, High End Alchemy, it's not meant for people that are brand new because they don't have, it's one of those you don't know what you don't know things. And like, you really do need to have a few years under your belt to like really understand one, where do you even want to go in your business? Two, who do you actually want to work with? Like you have to experience a lot of things to know what you do and don't want, right? So I think it's unethical to give this advice. And so that's why we're here today. So charging a lot of money without having the experience and skills to back up the expectations a high-end buyer is expecting is setting yourself up for a lot of trouble. It is not true that high-end buyers are not demanding. This is also something that was in the advertisement. Uh, it said that high-end buyers aren't demanding and they in fact don't care what happens basically. And like uh, kind of painting this dream and this picture that, oh, if you, you know, start charging a lot of money, the clients are just going to be so perfect that nothing would ever go wrong. They would never complain, blah, 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 blah. And that is absolutely not true at all. They are demanding because they expect quality for what they are paying for, which is what I just talked about. The demand is just that it's expected. So the difference here is that to book a high-end buyer, they need to trust you much more than somebody purchasing something in like the low to middle market from the start. With that trust comes more space and less micromanaging for you to do your thing. That's really what it is. It's not that they aren't demanding or that they don't have any kind of, uh, you know, any of these, you know, like, I don't know, like nagging things or whatever. It's just that they're giving you the space because they're trusting that you're the expert 
have, because you have the industry experience to back it up, that you will be able to do your thing at the highest of your ability and to give them that end result that they are paying you for. It's just expected. Yeah. It's because they trust that you will do the thing that they're hiring you for to meet those expectations. So it's a complete fallacy for you to think otherwise. And that is also why I wanted to have this little bit of David and Goliath moment here, because if you were to not have the experience, raise your prices, manage to book someone out those prices, you don't deliver what it is that they're expecting from you, uh, then you are, after that, you will have a lot of demands, right? Because they're not happy. You will have all of that. So I really dislike this fallacy that because someone is quote unquote rich or wealthy or they have the money or whatever it is that they just like don't care what they spend their money on because that's not true at all. And I think it's something that is used in a few big name people in the industry's marketing uh, to kind of, I don't want to say lure, but to kind of like get people thinking that, oh, this is the life for me. I'll be making a lot of money and I won't have any problems. Who doesn't want that life? I mean, come on, everybody wants that life. But the thing is, is that's not true at all. So if you don't have the experience to back up their expectations, you really could put your business in jeopardy. And that is what I am hoping you're getting out of this podcast today to help just sort of shift your goalposts See, you're fine right where you're at. If you're in your first few, if you're in your first year, your second year, even your third year, like it's cool. You're good. Keep moving. Keep moving on and moving on. I know a lot of the marketing um, messaging from a lot of these people is also like, oh, make six figures instantly and like all these things. And it makes so many people feel like they're just wrong and they're not good enough and they're not moving fast enough. But I'm here to tell you it slow burn is the best it's so good to move slow because you can build a really solid foundation so anyway so i just wanted to really really bring that out hopefully this helps somebody out there not uh have some of these false ideas and then go down this little like spiral afterwards so if you want to book high-end clients that will not put you in a pickle later you need to take the time to masterfully hone in your craft. That comes from experience. And it's okay for it to not be skyrocket fast. You need to take the time to gain experience to be able to handle all of the bumps seamlessly. You also need to understand what you can offer that's uncommon and atypical of what they see from everyone else, which you really cannot know without the experience and without experimenting. So it takes experience and time to successfully build a high-end business that's not built on a house of cards. You can raise your prices to 10K plus if you want at any time. Really, you can do it right now if you want. However, getting booked at high-end prices and having satisfied clients for that price when it's done is a whole other thing. And I just really want to remind you that your clients being happy and satisfied and over the moon with the experience from start to finish is the important part. It's not charging high-end prices. You really need to make sure you have that second part right before you do the first part of the pricing. So 
if you got through this and you aren't a creative entrepreneur and you're like, I'm not quite sure how this is relevant uh, because maybe you're a performing artist that's listening to this because that is also who I serve. This is relevant for my listeners who are in the creative fields because you are making money from your creativity and from your skills as well. Like actors, people in film production, execs, recording and touring artists. It takes time to hone in your craft before jumping into those roles that require the most of you and the best of you. If you jump in too quick without the experience to understand how you work best, how to get the best talent out of yourself, how to show up even when shit gets hard, you will have a lot of unhappy execs and management and a lot of unhappy, say, concert goers, right? So it takes time, it takes effort, it takes attention, and it takes knowing yourself to perform at the top of your game and really know how to bring out your best to have that offer of no matter what the circumstances is, that you have really created the best and delivered the best, right? So you are hitting what others do expect of you. So sales and pricing for service-based entrepreneurs is essentially the same thing as performing and getting better and better at the job, getting better and better jobs offered to you, getting better and better record deals, getting better and better roles as you inch your way into the stratosphere of stardom. So that's it. That's my little David and Goliath moment for for today, for this week. So I hope this maybe gave you a bit of a breakthrough on What it actually takes to reach high end, it is not uh, some crazy formula, it is not some crazy secret, and it is not to just do it without being able to have happy clients at the end. Uh, That was the point of this. (laughs) 30 some minutes later, that was the motto. So if you like this, uh, feel free to send me an email. I love to hear if you have breakthrough moments during any of these episodes, because that's literally what this is for. Uh, always, you can always email me, steph at stephzakis.com, my name. Send me a little email. Let me know a little aha moment you had, a little breakthrough moment you had, something that, you know, maybe you want to celebrate because uh, I absolutely love celebrating with people. Uh, so send me a message. Uh, and if you do want to join High End Alchemy, uh, that will be opening rather soon. I made a really cool change to it, uh, which I'll announce later. Uh, so some of the opening dates that you heard before have been pushed a little uh, to accommodate this really awesome new uh, way of delivering. So I'm really excited about that. So get on the wait list if you want to join that. It's not a course. I do want to put that out there because I know a lot of people sell courses. This is not a course. There is a content library, but it is not a course. So if you're interested in hearing more, if you're interested in hearing uh, when the doors open, um, just join the wait list. I'll put that link in the bottom. Um, and if you are interested in one-to-one coaching or joining the retreat or anything like that, you can check out my website. You can always email me as well if you have any questions about anything. Um, And I hope to hear from you with some breakthroughs and I hope you have the most marvelous week and I will come back next week with another little spicy stuff moment, perhaps, or maybe a cool, calm and collected, insightful message for you. All right. I will see you next week. Bye.